the fear was creating paralysis around me taking actions. And so that's why I felt like I had so much more to give, but I wasn't taking the actions that I needed to do. Like, it's almost like the, the, I knew what, I, what to do, but I wasn't doing it. Today, I'm joined by Louis Papo, and Louis is a client of mine who's been working with me for nine months. He's also a fantastic coach in the physical realm, and in this episode, we discuss the main lessons that he's learned to take him forward in his mindset, especially diving into values and how to apply that for yourself. There's a wealth of knowledge in here if you listen into how Louis has transferred his life. And if you are the type of person who wants to maximize your mindset, this episode is for you. So, man, um, in, in the weirdest way ever, welcome to this conversation that you've already been a part of. Um, let's start where we just kicked off or where we were just talking about. Talk, talking about like the time around your 29th birthday and what was happening in your life. Yeah, I guess. Uh, so last December, approaching my 29th birthday, um, I wasn't happy with, uh, I guess, my year 2022, but more, more so the last few months. And yeah, I decided to do something about it in regards to my mindset, in regards to um, how I was approaching life and how I was reacting to things. And the underlying feeling was untapped potential. Um, I felt like I had so much more to give. Uh, but I wasn't able to express it for so many reasons. Um, some of them were fear-related. Some of them were just feeling of, um, you know, not being good enough or like confident enough. Um, so yeah, that was kind of the underlying driver behind me reaching out to you. Sweet. Were there like what was going on both in terms of, like real world situations that you wanted to change so for example around coaching and like what your life actually looked like and what was going on in terms of the kind of mental emotional state that you're facing at the same time so like the outer world and the inner world yeah so i guess on paper and from the from an outside point of view like things were going very well um you know I'm a freelance personal trainer in London, running a successful business, um, quite established in in North London. So on on paper, if you you would look at my on my life, it, everything was going well. It's just that I wasn't happy with um, how things were going within me, and I guess the the feeling of like just leaving stuff on on the table and tap potential, um, frustration around. Um, what I could be, um, the lack of direction as well that I was experiencing. Um, so yeah, that was essentially the the main the main one. Um, and what what was the last part of the question again? No, so there's like the inner world and the outer world. So you yeah. sounds like you had that frustration and kind of like gone. You're about to. I want yeah. to interrupt you too much. There was quite a lot of. Um, I think there was quite a lot of um, realization around what what has led me to where I am today with will not lead me to where I want to go in regards to like acting out of fear out of um, fear of missing out fear of that was an issue that was a big driver for me to have something to prove to others 
Um, mm. And yes, that was quite a big driver and that has helped me a lot to get where I, where I am today, but it, it wasn't going to help me further down the line. Got you. Was that kind of, I can't remember, it's been, what, nine months since we were No. Yeah, we're going towards the end of the, eight, towards the end of the eighth yeah, month. Yeah. Okay, got it. Wow, already. It's crazy how quickly it goes. Um, so I can't remember exactly at the time, or I can't remember back to starting. Was it this feeling of like hitting against a glass ceiling or was it this kind of like, I just don't know whether there's anything more I can give like or it was more of a sense of like what do i do to level up from here yeah i think there was so when i reached out there was for sure some kind of burnout a little bit um i was spread quite thin in everything i was doing so i I think you helped me kind of like manage my um sympathetic system quite a lot I remember like we, we worked a lot on, on it at the beginning to kind of downregulate my um, my sympathetic system and, and go towards the parasympathetic uh, drive. Um, so feeling of feeling of burnout and then just feeling of yeah untapped potential, leaving leaving so much on the table. Like I could I could give so much more and I wasn't able to do it. Mm. Um, yeah, that was a big one for me. And we'd obviously touched base to uh, t- sorry touched base a little bit before, quite a few years before, and we had like um, some time where we didn't really chat. Did you try anything in between that time in terms of mindset um, that worked or didn't work, or only worked up to a point? Yeah, I think so. The main one was going to like self development book, like just reading books and. And trying to almost like self-medicate myself, and then um, six months prior to working with you, I did work with another um, mindset coach, and I just didn't—it did, it didn't feel right. I just—I wasn't able to express myself. I wasn't able to. It, there was no like authenticity. I feel like um, so. Yeah, something that I was able to express with you. And I wasn't able to do with with the other mindset coach. Got you, got you. There's, I think it's important to kind of touch on the fact as well. Like you've been through, I'm guessing. Well, I know for fact you've been through a, a ton of transformation and growth already. What, like you've obviously you've moved country. You've come from a high level of sports background. Like, what have you, or how have you grown already? How's that like, or if you take us through your, actually, this is a way better question. I'll start that question again. Take us through like the original path to get you from growing up. Where did you grow up in France? Toulouse. Okay, I so grew, in grew up in Toulouse. Take us from yeah. Toulouse to London. Yeah. So <laughs> that's a long story. I mean, um, <laughs> just to make it short, 19 year old moved to Australia um, to study at university, um, studied there for 18 months. And at the time my English was really poor. So, you know, as a typical French guy, like wasn't really good at English. So I did like six months of English course 
and then and then um got into uni and, and was able to study at uni. Um, and that was kind of like, the, I guess, the first life-changing experience because that, that has opened so many doors. You know, uh, basically from a, you know, 19-year-old guy playing rugby um, in the south of France to now speaking English, being able to, you know, connect with everyone in the world. Um, so that was quite a big one. And then I went back home, finished my master's degree in business administration, um, which wasn't related at all with personal training. Um, but at the time, I was still like very active playing rugby, uh, semi-professional, plus, um, you know, training in the gym three, four times a week. So, you know, quite active and quite into fitness. And then at the end of the master's degree, I just realized that, you know, I didn't want, I didn't want to do that degree and I wanted to become a, a personal trainer. So I decided to transition towards that. So that was another transformation. Um, and then decided once I got that degree, decided to move to Singapore uh, because some, some of my family members are based over there. And I knew that um, personal training was quite big o- over there and I could express my, myself. And, and I guess the, earning potential was a lot more attractive to me than, than staying in France. So that's what I did. Uh, and then started traveling around East Asia, Southeast Asia. Um, and that's when I came across uh, Oli and Jens on the SCA mentorship at the time. Um, decided to move my life to London, to take, took on a job uh, as a personal trainer in, in, in London and, um, stayed there for like nine months and then COVID hit. Um, so COVID hit, I'm meant to go to Hong Kong to take on another job um, as a personal trainer. And then I'm stuck back home for like five months. So a bit of a um, short, short story long, Jens uh, offered me an opportunity to come and work alongside him, which I took and decided to go Basically, uh, freelance personal trainer in London. I had 3K on my bank account and just decided to take the leap. And here I am. What made you take that leap? Um, so I, I guess my I've always valued uh, being independent. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> like I we feel spoke like- now quite a bit <laughs> exactly um i guess yeah i've never really dealt very well with authority um and uh, we've we've uncovered why um but yeah th- so that was one of the driver second driver was the opportunity to work alongside someone like jens which who I've, i value a lot the the knowledge and expertise and the, the person he is um so that was another big driver and the ability to, you know, earning potential work, work a lot bigger as well in, in London if, if you're established. Um, so, yeah, there was a third one as well. So I guess the earning potential leads to freedom, which is another one of uh, my values. Nice. Yeah. Let's touch on those values quickly. What has working on your values, like, yeah, what's what's working on your values done for you? And to provide some context, we've spent 
I'd say probably the last four months now, we've been touching on values, reworking values, kind of diving into them a little bit here and there. And now you seem to have some really kind of fleshed out um, specifics that you can focus on that translate to action. What has working on your values done for you? I think it, it wasn't that I was misaligned, but uh, it's like I had so many opportunities or, or like I, I was struggling to choose a direction and choose which way to go. Um, and these are good problems to have, good problems to have. But at the same time, it was really like that lack of direction that was creating some paralysis around, you know, which, what if I'm wrong, which, which uh, step to take uh, next. So having this values system in place has actually made and created a lot more clarity around, you know, just okay. This is these are my values, and this these are my actions that I'm going to take based on my values. Yeah, it's interesting because like you came such a long way using kind of the urgent style of like I've got to get here, or more accurately, I've got to get away from this thing. I'm kind of like this hustle pushing mode where you just like can force 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 and then you get to this plateau and when you get to that plateau then you have to be a little bit more conscious about the decisions you're making it sounds like the values you've had have been enabled to go but this is the direction that is a likely to succeed but b inherently valuable just in the journey as well yeah 100 percent. i think that exactly i was operating at quite a high level without even being aware of it so part of the work that we've done as well is being able to take acknowledgement of what i'm doing well already because i i'm very hard on myself and i wasn't giving myself the credit and you know that i deserved so it's almost like okay acknowledging what you're doing very well already and and that i'm operating at a high level um, and then being a bit more grateful for what I have as well. Um, I do feel like, and uh, it does rear the ugly head from time to time again, but the grass is greener somewhere mentality uh, was what led me to kind of all these experiences that I've just um, described, like going from country to country and um, moving across the globe and, you know, experiencing different things. But at the same time, like, it's not something you can build um, built on in the long run. Or like, some, you cannot build something meaningful in the, in, the sh- in the long run. So it's almost like it has served me, but it, it won't serve me much now in the, in the future. And, I, and that, had, that had to change. Hello there. If you are a high performer, an entrepreneur, a founder, or someone in business that has a high degree of impact and autonomy, and you want to take your life to the next level, I want to help you do that. Every month, I take on three new mindset coaching clients for whom I create bespoke coaching programs and take them to their greatest success in their career, in their fitness, and of course, wider life too. It's application and invitation only, and I select only those who are ready to commit 100%. To apply for your space, head to my Instagram and shoot me the word interested. And then you get to the 
time is running out kind of the 29th birthday thing i think i had the same thing actually when i yeah like around the same time where i was just like fuck like life is aggressively running out and i'm only going to get a few swings at this and i need to like kind of make this moment count and it's like the words i used for myself was like it's time to stop fucking around and commit Mm. to a path and try and make it make it really count and like sometimes you have to use that that time is running out mentality to do that yeah i think you you, you just mentioned like committing to a path and that actually was something that scared me because one of my pet peeves is to actually live a life according to just what the society is telling you to do so for example like back home all my friends that i love dearly um are kind of going through the same system of you know get a get a job get a mortgage get a dog uh, get a you know <laughs> and it's like get married and and then what else um and i've always felt like this wasn't me like it's not it's not something i, w- I would like to to do then it, it's, it has scared me a lot to like actually commit to a path because of being scared of doing like making a mistake um yeah mm. And if you think about where you have come from belief system wise, it's all about like, can I gather more? Can I gain more? Can I do everything? But the requirement to walk a path is you've got to reject every other path and you have to sacrifice so much potential in order to achieve one thing and maybe achieve one thing. And so it feels like in order to do that, it's not even feels like in order to do that, you have to ensure that the path itself is meaningful enough, regardless of the destination. And then you're on that whole cliche of like, make the process count. Yeah, 100%. So let's, um, you said when you were considering working with me, it was like this, um, is this concept of like, I, there's untapped potential. Like I've got more, more to give. What did you feel like you were, pushing against working against at that time um i think it was i was kind of working against my fears um it it was almost coming out of like yeah the fear was creating paralysis around me taking actions and so Mm. that's why i felt like i had so much more to give but I wasn't taking the action that I needed to do. Like it's almost like the the I knew what I, what to do, but I wasn't doing it, which was creating a lot of frustration because I was like, "You exactly know what? Just do it. Just like you know, stop like finding excuses or just just do it." What problems was that creating in terms of the real world success and the inner world? You mentioned like frustration. What was that doing to, or what was that kind of, um, yeah, the exact experience that you described, what was that creating in terms of real world problems? Um, I think it was creating a, an identity of someone who isn't taking actions and someone who is actually, I was just feeling like, a failure because I wasn't taking the the actions that I needed to take. Um, so I guess that was like not the right identity or at least not feeding into the, the person I want to become. 
Yeah. And then that becomes a self-fulfilling prophecy because if you believe you're the type of person who doesn't take action, then you don't take action. You take even less action. So you get even less done and then you kind of keep at that plateau for however long. When did that really start to change that image that you had of yourself and were there any kind of big realizations you had along the way? Um, I'd say like, essentially like after my trip to Bali, um, so I went to Bali for three weeks in February. Uh, so basically three months into the coaching was kind of when I've really like decided to like take action to actually do, do things and create momentum. Yeah, yeah, three months. I can in. still remember that call. I was pacing around. Yeah, I was pacing around this um, this room, headphones in, kind of wandering around, chat to you, and you. I could hear the uh, hear the ocean and the waves in the background, and it's like sounded like paradise. But we had a. I think it was a big discussion around again values, and like, okay, who do you want to be with this, and mm. what's important in terms of the way you live your life, and like, yeah, that seems like when I think back across the nine months or so. Like that's one of those stand-up moments of like, oh, that was a big conversation. Yeah, I feel like that was that was a big one as well. Like, and I don't know why. Like, Bali was kind of um, meaningful to me because that's where I was back in 2019 when I started this men- mentorship with uh, the SCA Jensen Ori, and so mm-hmm. it was kind of like a meaning behind like this is where I was in 2019. This is where I am in 2023, four years later. Um, so that was kind of cool to look back and, and actually realize, um, you know, what I've done in the last four years and, and the, you know, how much I've grown. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember another element to that conversation that we had around like, okay, we need to let the old version of you die now. Like we're in this, like you'd seen how much you've grown and it's like, you're still getting pulled back to that old mentality. So like to take those steps forwards, like that was a massive step from you there. And that was a huge win that you you had there. Looking to like, to segue quite nicely, like what does that, how does that rank in terms of the wins that you've had along the way? And can you tell us about some, some more wins that you've had? Um, so acknowledging acknowledging my what I'm doing well is was already like a big win um, because like give, actually giving myself credit is not something I'm, I'm, I'm good at I'm very hard on myself um, always try to like yeah just very hard on myself don't don't really take time to actually give myself a pat on the back for what I'm doing well um, so that was a big one um, overall sense of gratitude around for, for what I have in life and, and the life that I'm, that I'm living. Um, that's another big one kind of letting go of that. The grass is greener somewhere mindset. Uh, even though from time to time it's like, you know, coming back, but it's just, um, another one was the emotional up and down. So I had like massive highs, and then I was just crashing down completely for like two, three days. And then I was like, you're not meant to be crashing down. You're meant to have always energy, looking at others, 
doing like others were full of energy taking action so i was like i tend to compare myself to uh, to these people that i hire you know big operators in in the field um so yeah just managing up managing the ups and downs i think was a, a big one from a physical and emotional standpoint um and as a freelance personal trainer like my emotions were very tied to the business as well so when i was losing a client i was pretty annoyed um a bit panicked a bit stressed and same when i was like signing up two two new clients let's say like i was on top of the world and i think like now i'm trying to distance myself a little bit from that and you know whenever i lose a client i just tell myself like that's okay you know you've lost clients in the past you're still there so you're gonna pick up new ones um so it's, it's that belief in me that is a bit more i guess that that belief and that distance with the situation Mm. love it love it yeah the huge like the, that's been so much journey or so much growth encapsulated in just a few words if you were gonna give the audience like one or two tools to really help their growth um some insights from our time working together what would you recommend they do um i would say well reach out to you first <laughs> um and <laughs> that, that wasn't like an open goal ready to, <laughs> to i appreciate it man but <laughs> no i'd say like try to journal and and learn learn to know yourself it's, it sounds like silly but the amount of time i just grab a pen and paper and start journaling or like try to clear my mind or trying to understand why I'm experiencing that or going through this or trying to figure things out. So I think it starts with like awareness and, and then it goes into like intentions and actions. So with like with awareness, it's great. Like, you know, you can have the awareness, but if you have no intentions and not taking actions, you're actually not moving the needle forward. Um, so yeah awareness intentions actions nice. i think and you had this um incredible ability to to really self-reflect and like you're a very reflective person which is one of the reasons that you've kind of you've done very well but that kind of comes with a, a bit it's a bit of a double-edged sword because you end up kind of reflecting and reflecting and reflecting and reflecting too much and then yeah. you have to take the action so it's like yes yeah, the combination of those two things that you've done like that i'd say in terms of how you've grown that's had the biggest real world effect of like how you've moved forward it's like balancing that deli- well there's the there's the uh the brand the plug the plug deliberate action yeah there's the plug um there's the deliberate action combined with the reflection those two things have massively moved you forwards um so yeah i have to say massive congratulations to you because as much as i'd like to take all of the credit i i can't because you've done basically all of the work yeah uh, thank you tom i appreciate that um yeah i think Exactly. Like I, I, when I came to, to you, I think I was fairly aware already. Like I was like a fairly aware individual, but I, I was struggling with, around the intention and action part. 
Um, and you know, when it, when if we talk about your coaching style, like for example, sometimes um, the good thing, uh, and I think you'll let us do the work. So like you're asking questions, and then it's like up to us to figure things out by journaling and coming up with our own answers. As much as sometimes I would like you to tell me what to do, it's <laughs> it's almost like it's like it's a good thing, but sometimes it leaves me frustrated because I'm like, ah, oh, come on. But like, yeah, you, you ask the questions, and it's like through journaling we come up with the answers for ourselves. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Well, the thing is, there's like part of it is. Well, actually, all of it is that I want you to do the work. I want you to grow because what I think means fuck all. Yeah. Because like I'm me living my life over here without your exact knowledge of the future and everything that's got into you and like, and whatever's going through your mind and what's best for you. I can guess what's best for you, but I can't tell you what's best for you. And it's your journey and your life. So this is about empowering you for the future. And if we can kind of hone in on how to think and also relieve you of your own bullshit that you tell yourself along the way, then that's absolute success to me. And like, and yeah, you're a testament to the process because you have that reflective ability as well that you've definitely trained too. Um, but yeah, that's the, I think that's the key there. It's like, I'd, I'd love to tell you the answers. I'd love to be all about me. Um, my ego would love that, but it's not, it's you, it's you that's on the work. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So man, like to to wrap up, where can people find you and where can people follow you? And also like if they are you're around the Finchley area, right? So if you're if you're in the Finchley area and looking for some elite coaching, where where do people find you? Uh I guess the main place is probably Instagram, coach underscore Louis underscore pap. Um that's kind of where I post my I guess daily tribulations and you know daily training tips and workouts um yeah and then if you're in the finchley area or you know if you're in london and or anywhere in the world really even online and you want some kind of training that's where 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 to find me good man good man and to give you one last bit of praise like it's it's rare that i give you too much praise but i think now's the it's now or never um to come from like from moving to us having little grasp of english to being able to articulate yourself so well and so precisely in what half an hour conversation is a huge testament to your ability to grow um so massive congrats on that dude thank you i think that's that's another win as well that i could add is i remember saying to you um a few months ago i feel like my english is not good enough um and i had this belief that uh, this this story that i made that my english wasn't good enough to and therefore people wouldn't listen to me whether it's on a podcast or you know when i show up on on my stories um which is bullshit um and now i can tell it but yeah that was one of the one of them as well beautiful man beautiful man so thank you thank you for uh still oh my my absolute pleasure my absolute pleasure you've managed to uh keep your endearing french accent as well which is fantastic because that just uh is yeah that's that's the peak of my weekend to listen to you (laughs) 
yeah, it's like a weird French accent, though. Like, you've got a mix of Australian, yeah, no, you... British, French. <laughs> you got the Aussie twang. Exactly. <laughs> All right, man, thank you so much. Really appreciate it. Cheers, Tom. Cheers.